Hi, I'm Jeffrey. Welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's calming meditation and soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. In tonight's story, we'll hear how two strangers meet whilst waiting to board a luxury cruise ship. There is an instant attraction and it's not long before their friendship turns to love. Come, warm your hands by the fireside and let this evening's story warm your heart. Love always seems to strike when you least expect it. And tonight, as Julia takes a step outside of her comfort zone, she inadvertently finds a new kind of comfort and companionship aboard a luxury cruise ship. Just as I never expected love when Devani first drifted down into the clearing on her kite, Julia wasn't anticipating she'd stumble, quite literally, into the arms of someone she had always been destined to meet. Just before we begin, here's a word from our valued sponsors who make this free content possible. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics all with a rich, immersive, and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. I thought perhaps it might be wise to take some time to slow down and relax. 
before I tell you this evening's story. Join me as I get comfortable and close my eyes on another long day. Let's draw a deep breath in. Hold it for a moment and exhale. Try to breathe in time with me tonight. Inhale and hold for one, two, three, and exhale. Breathe in with me and hold for one, two, three, four, and as you exhale, sigh out in relief. Let the cycle of your breath wash in and out of your body as your thoughts begin to slow. With your mind clearing breath by breath, perhaps you find that you finally have a moment alone to yourself, with no one to demand your attention and none of the thoughts that crowd your mind in the daylight hours to distract you. Take this opportunity to check in on yourself. How are you feeling tonight? Know that however you're feeling, that's okay. Drawing a deep breath in Take a moment to thank yourself for having been open and honest. As you exhale, release any guilt you might be harboring over how you feel and allow yourself to be transported to the comforts of a luxury cruise liner bound for the azure and endless waters of the Mediterranean as this evening's story begins. Julia wasn't sure this was a good idea. It was so out of her comfort zone. But wasn't that the point? According to her son, Jake, anyway. He often said a person should strive to move beyond their comfort zone because that's where the fun was. It was something he would say right before he would set off on one of his adventures again. And she had to admit, Jake did have the most amazing adventures. But he was young and full of energy. Whereas she... Well, she was happy to stay at home and potter around the garden all day long and then settle down in her comfy chair next to the fire and get lost in a good book. She didn't need to get out of her comfort zone. But Jake had thought otherwise and he bought a surprise holiday for her. It was such a lovely, thoughtful gift that she didn't have the heart to say she'd never use it. 
so she had conveniently forgotten about the voyage until Jake had reminded her. Seeing the hopeful look on his face, she'd taken herself right out of her comfort zone and booked a date for her holiday. Jake had been delighted and then promptly taken himself on an adrenaline-fueled expedition, climbing Mount Everest. And now, here she was, looking at the luxury cruise ship in front of her and wishing she could take an imaginary step right back into her place of comfort. She loved going on holiday, but she'd always gone with family and friends, never on her own, and it felt strange to be doing so now. Julia saw people walking along the wooden gangway and onto the ship. They were dressed in bright holiday clothes and had an air of confidence about them. They chatted happily to each other as they wheeled their suitcases behind them. Julia took a deep breath and summoned some courage from somewhere deep inside her. She took a big, confident step forward. Then she changed her mind and took three steps back. Straight into a suitcase belonging to a stranger. Julia lost her balance and began to fall. But the stranger had excellent reflexes and caught her in his arms. Julia gazed up into the dark blue eyes of the man who had caught her. Mumbled apologies tumbled from her lips. The man's eyes crinkled up in a smile. That's okay, no harm done. He had a soft Scottish lilt to his voice. His brown hair was peppered with silver and his smile was warm and kind. He seemed to be the same age as Julia. Julia stopped apologizing and smiled at him. His smile widened and the crinkles around his eyes wrinkled a little bit more in a very attractive kind of way. Julia suddenly became aware he was still holding her in his strong arms and extracted herself. I'm so very sorry about that, she said. I don't normally walk backwards. Well, I have walked backwards before, of course, but it's not something I do every day. I did it a lot when I was a child because I thought it would make time go rewind. But it doesn't, of course. Why would it? She pressed her lips together to stop any further nonsense coming from her. The man was very handsome and, coupled with her embarrassment about falling into his arms, she found herself somewhat unsettled and unable to talk sense. The man continued to smile at her. He said, May I ask why you were walking backwards? Were you having another go at rewinding time? Julia laughed. I suppose I was running away. 
My son booked a holiday for me, which was very kind of him, but I don't think I can go on holiday by myself. I'm not used to it. Everyone seems to be in couples. I'm not. I'm travelling alone. The man looked towards the cruise ship. Many people appear to be on their own. He looked back at Julia and smiled again. My daughter bought this holiday for me. She said I had to get out of my comfort zone and try something new. Julia laughed. I was told the same thing too. And also that fun lies on the other side of your comfort zone. Do they actually know that? Has it been scientifically proven? The man laughed again. It was a nice laugh, Julia thought. The heartwarming kind of laughter that's shared between good friends. The man looked at the ship again and said, I'm tempted to run away too. But a cruise around the Mediterranean does sound fun. There are some cities on the itinerary that I'd love to see, and it was kind of our respective children to buy us such thoughtful gifts. He turned his attention back to Julia. What do you say? Shall we step out of our comfort zones and see if fun really does lie on the other side of it? I'm Alistair, by the way. I'm Julia. She looked again at the ship and thought about the cities it would be calling at. Paris, Barcelona, and Venice, to name a few. It did sound fun. Yes, let's do this, she said to Alistair. She stepped to one side, smiled, and said, After you. Alistair grinned. If we're going, we're going together. Julia took a firm grip of her suitcase and then walked side by side with Alistair as they boarded the luxury cruise ship. The reception area was decorated in soothing shades of blue light and pale gold, colours that reflected the calming nature of the ocean waves and the golden sands. A relaxing scent of roses and freesias perfumed the air, and a gentle hum of happy chatter came from the guests as they walked along the carpeted corridors. Small crystal chandeliers hung from the ornately textured ceilings. Gold-edged furniture twinkled in the rays of sunlight cascaded through the windows. Thickly upholstered sofas lined the edges of the room, inviting a person to sit and rest for a while. Julia instantly felt at ease and knew she made the right decision to board the ship. Butterfly of excitement fluttered in her stomach at the thought of the adventure that lay ahead. The uniformed man behind the polished reception desk welcomed Julia warmly. He swiftly took her details and handed her a key and a map of the luxury liner. 
in a kind and reassuring tone. He told Julia she would soon find her way around. He beckoned a member of staff over to the desk. He then took Julia's suitcase and said it would be placed in her room. The man behind the desk said, There is a meet and greet in the main ballroom at 8pm. It's smart but casual wear. Julia thanked him. She looked over at Alistair, who was standing a little further along. He'd been given his key too. Should she wait for him? Did he want to be alone now? She didn't want to be a nuisance. But would it seem rude if she walked away now without saying anything? Not even a goodbye? She fiddled with the key and map not sure what to do. Alistair looked her way and smiled in such a friendly manner that it made her heart skip a beat. She frowned. Her heart hadn't skipped a beat over a man for quite a while. Maybe it was indigestion and not the way Alistair's look was lingering on her. Alistair walked over to her and said, It's not too shabby, is it, the ship? His eyes crinkled up in mirth. I think I might stay for the cruise. How about you? Julia shrugged nonchalantly. I suppose it will do. She smiled and leaned a bit closer to him, catching a hint of his woody aftershave as she did so. I've only been on a few ships before, and none of them were as fancy as this one. I hope I don't do anything wrong, like using the wrong knife at the dinner table. A knife is a knife. Who cares which one you use? I've got a few things to do here at reception, and then I'm heading to my room. The gentle smile on his face remained as he looked at Julia. Will you go to the meet and greet tonight? I'm not sure, I always feel a bit awkward when I walk into new places on my own. She shook her head at her own words. I'm being silly. Yes, I will go. How about you? I'll definitely be there. His dark blue eyes held a lovely warmth and kindness in them. And Julia couldn't look away. And there went her heart again, missing a beat. And then her stomach decided to flip over. What was going on? Was it the slow bobbing movement of the ship on the water that was making her feel unsteady? Or was it this man whom she'd only just met? A man who was a stranger, yet somehow familiar. She didn't know what to make of the situation at all. A small voice at the back of her mind whispered, Whatever this is, enjoy it. Julia smiled confidently at Alistair and told him she would see him later. She walked away and found herself doing an involuntary sachet as she went along the corridor. She smiled to herself. 
She wasn't sure what was happening to her, but she quite liked it. She soon arrived at her room. She opened the door and stepped inside. Her breath caught in her throat with the beauty of it. Its relaxing shades of pale blue and delicate gold were so reminiscent of the sea. Julia felt like she'd entered a magical world that had risen from the waves. A large bed was on one side of the room. A thick duvet and plump pillows silently promised a restful slumber. Fresh flowers were placed by the side of the bed and their relaxing aroma drifted gently towards Julia. A comfy-looking sofa was near the window, and in front of it was a low table where a bottle of champagne rested in a silver bucket half full of ice. Crystal-cut glasses lay waiting next to the bucket. But it was the floor-to-ceiling glass doors that caught her attention. They perfectly showcased the wide blue ocean outside and hinted at the faraway lands that lay beyond it. Julia placed her handbag down and walked over to the doors. With one touch, they smoothly opened. She stepped onto the balcony and rested her hands on the white railing. The sea air was fresh and warm against her face. She took some deep, relaxing breaths. Tranquility flowed through her. She gazed softly at the gently undulating waves. The soft voice in her head that had whispered to her earlier, came back stronger. It told her she was braver than she thought, and it was time for her to have endless adventures. Julia smiled. She liked this new voice. She glanced over her shoulder at the champagne bucket. The ship hadn't set sail yet, But feeling somewhat reckless, Julia walked back into her room and opened the champagne. She poured herself a glass of the sparkling liquid and then settled herself on one of the soft chairs on the balcony. She took a photo of the view in front of her and sent it to her son, thanking him for his lovely gift. She hoped that he would somehow get her message, despite being halfway up Mount Everest. Julia leaned back in her chair, sipped her cold drink, and basked in the beauty of her surroundings. Her cares were carried away on the balmy ocean breeze. She sighed happily. The patio doors in the room next to her were opened and someone stepped out onto their balcony. It was Alistair. 
He didn't notice Julia because his attention was on the magnificent view in front of him. He rested his hands on the railing, smiled to himself, and then took some deep, relaxing breaths, just as Julia had done. Julia stayed silent, not wanting to interrupt him. He looked so happy and relaxed. Alistair chuckled and shook his head as though having thoughts he didn't quite agree with. Maybe the quiet voice in his head was telling him to start having endless adventures too. As though sensing another's presence, Alistair turned his head and looked at Julia. His face lit up, as though seeing a cherished friend. Hello again. Hello. A slight blush came to Julia's face. You caught me drinking champagne in the middle of the afternoon. Champagne? What an excellent idea. It's not something I normally do, or have ever done before, except at a wedding. Julia puts her glass down, as if the champagne had cast a spell on her. A spell she'd been unable to resist. But then the spark of bravery alighted in her. Alistair, would you like a glass? I would love a glass, thank you. But I don't want to disturb you. You're not disturbing me at all. Julia returned to her room poured a glass of the sparkling fizz for Alistair and then handed it over to him. She picked up her drink and held it out. They clinked their glasses together with a cheers. Here's to adventures, Julia said. And new friends. Alistair smiled at her, his eyes doing that lovely crinkling up thing again. Instinctively, they moved their chairs closer to the low glass panel that separated their balconies and sat down near each other. They began to chat and discovered they had a lot in common. Their talk was easy and free-flowing. They never ran out of things to say, and they laughed constantly. Julia felt so at ease with him. The ship set sail, but neither of them noticed because they were caught up in the delightful conversations they were having with each other. It was only when the sky began to darken that Julia checked the time. Oh, it's nearly eight o'clock, she said. Really? This afternoon has flown by. Julia reminded him of the meet and greet and asked if he still wanted to go. Alistair didn't reply for a moment. Then he let out a little sigh and said, I suppose we should go. We can't stay here chatting all night. Julia very much wanted to stay there chatting all night but agreed they should go to the event 
she stood up and looked down at her outfit. I'll have to get changed first. Shall I meet you there? Alistair said, You look absolutely perfect as you are. I don't mind waiting for you, and then we can go together. How long will you be? Five minutes? Julia's eyes widened in surprise. Five minutes? She couldn't tell if he was being serious or not. Five minutes wasn't even long enough to decide which outfit she was going to wear. She told him she'd be a bit longer than that, and she'd meet him later. They said goodbye and returned to their rooms. Julia had a quick shower before getting dressed in one of her new outfits and applying her makeup. An impressive 30 minutes later, she left her room and headed towards the ballroom. When she got there, she saw people were already mingling and chatting with each other. A smiling woman dressed in the ship's uniform of blue and gold greeted her at the door. She took Julia's details and handed her a card that had times and names on it. Julia was confused and asked what the card was for. It's your dates for the night. You have 20 minutes with each person. Dates? Julia was even more confused. Yes, we matched you with people based on your interests and hobbies. It was on the form you filled in when you were booking this holiday? The woman's bright smile faltered as she took in Julia's shocked reaction. You do know this is a singles cruise? I didn't know at all. My son, Jake, booked it for me. He never told me it was a singles holiday. She looked back along the corridor and wondered how fast she could run back to the safety of her room. If she took her shoes off, she'd be able to run faster. A thought suddenly came to her. Looking as regretful as she could, Julia said, But I'm late to the event. Didn't it start half an hour ago? Haven't people already met up with their respective dates? I don't want to intrude at this very late stage. Perhaps next time. She made to turn away, but the woman said brightly, You're right on time. Eight o'clock was the time when passengers could arrive and then have an informal chat. But the dating event starts now. If you look at your card, you'll see the name of your first matchup. Julia blinked, but didn't say anything. There was no way out of this. She summoned up some of that new courage of hers and decided she would talk to the first person on her card. That's the least she could do. Super, Julia replied. Wonderful. How will I know who my date is? Everyone has a name badge and here's yours. The woman handed Julia a gold-edged sticker. Julia placed it on her dress and managed to give the kind woman a smile, albeit a watery one. 
she made a mental note to text Jake later and have a word with him. Thinking of her son softened her heart. He had no doubt arranged this singles cruise with good intentions. Julia walked further into the room before she had the chance to look around to see if Alistair was there. A cheery-faced man with a moustache suddenly appeared in front of her, as if by magic. Julia, he boomed heartily, it's a pleasure to meet you. I do believe we've been matched. He gave the card in her hand a pointed look. I'm Nigel, and we have a shared passion for scuba diving. We have, Julia replied. Yes, according to your list of interests and hobbies. Julia's heart sank a little. She'd never been scuba diving in her life. Although she had mentioned it to Jake as a possibility, something she might do in the future, Jake must have filled in the list for her. A jumble of thoughts tumbled into her mind. What else had she told Jake she might do in the future? Had he put all of them on her list? The list that was now evidently a tale of fiction. Nigel continued talking. Tell me your favourite places where you go scuba diving. Perhaps we've been to the same ones. Julia decided the best course of action would be to bluff her way through the next twenty minutes. Why don't you tell me yours first, Nigel? And how you first got into scuba diving? To her relief, Nigel talked enthusiastically for twenty minutes about his favourite pastime. He was so enthusiastic, Julia even considered scuba diving as a possible activity to try at some point in the far future. A discreet bell was rung and people moved on to their next match. Before Julia could scan the room for Alistair again, another smiling man appeared in front of her, out of nowhere. He was called Ben, and he loved kayaking down the Amazon River, just like Julia did, apparently. Julia was happy to let Ben talk about his delights of kayaking. Despite her earlier reservations, it was lovely to talk to new people, even though she didn't have anything in common with. She felt someone looking her way. It was Alistair. He was standing on the other side of the room and listening to a woman who was talking to him enthusiastically. Through a series of raised eyebrows and subtle facial movement, Julia and Alistair managed to convey that neither of them knew it was a singles holiday. Over the next hour, more men chatted to Julia about their extreme hobbies. She discovered they were quite happy to talk about them whilst she listened and asked a question now and again. She kept looking across the room and catching Alistair's eye. He seemed to be doing a lot of listening too. There was a break in the proceedings, and people began to mingle more freely. Nigel of scuba diving fame noticed Julia was standing alone and made a beeline for her. But, like a speedwalker on a mission, 
Alistair walked briskly past Nigel and ended up in front of Julia first. Nigel gave them a good-natured smile and walked over to someone else. Julia and Alistair smiled at each other and began talking at the same time. Alistair held up his hand and said, You go first. Are you having a good time? I am. I've learned a lot about hobbies that I only had a passing interest in. I had no idea this was a singles cruise. My lovely son forgot to tell me. Alistair nodded. That's a coincidence, because my daughter forgot to tell me too. I sent her a text, but funnily enough, she read it but didn't reply, which isn't like her at all. Feeling a bit nervous, Julia asked, Do you mind that it's a singles cruise? Are you ready to date someone? I wasn't ready to start dating again, even though my daughter keeps telling me to join dating apps. He looked around the room. I suppose this is a good way to meet someone, though, because you get a holiday at the same time. Julia cleared her throat. She wasn't sure she wanted to ask the next question. But she had to. Have you met anyone you like? Anyone you connected with? Alistair's blue eyes gazed into hers. His voice was soft as he said. Yes, I have met someone. And yes, I do think we've connected. But I'm not sure she feels the same way. He smiled gently and looked as if he was waiting for her to say something. It took a few moments for Julia to work out what was happening. Oh, are you talking about me? He laughed softly. Of course I am. Julia nodded. I wanted to make sure I've been wrong about these things before. Oh, have you been dating recently? Not for a long time. I'd given up on it if I'm honest. She returned his gentle look. I do feel the same about you. I think there is a connection between us, she grinned. But I think we should spend some more time together just to make sure. I don't want to waste my time, not with all these eligible chaps on my list. She held up her card. A concerned look alighted on Alistair's face. Are you being serious? No, of course not. It's just that I've been wrong about these things before. Julia took a pen from her bag and crossed out the three names that remained on her card. In their place, she wrote Alistair's name. May I? Alistair reached for her pen. She handed it to him and smiled as he replaced the names on his card with hers. Julia asked if he'd like to have dinner with her. I'd be delighted. If we're lucky, we might get a table out on the viewing deck. The sun will be setting soon, and it should be a magnificent sunset. Shall we? He crooked his arm, and Julia slipped her hand through it. 
They left the ballroom and walked towards the dining area. It felt so natural to Julia to be walking along the hallway with Alistair. She wasn't sure she believed in destiny, but it felt like they were meant to meet. They reached the dining room and were delighted to discover a table was available outside on the viewing deck. The waiter told them it was the best table out there. He gave them a couple of blankets in case the air turned cooler later on. Julia and Alistair walked out onto the viewing deck. The sun was dipping below the horizon. The sky was edged in delicate shades of pink and orange. A few stars had appeared and were shining brightly. The couple sat at a cloth-covered table and gazed out to sea. The setting sun cast its last rays of light dancing over the waves. Julia and Alistair fell into a companionable silence as they admired the spectacular sunset. Once their food was ordered, the couple began to talk about their evening and the people they had talked to. Their talk then turned to other matters, and once again they found themselves conversing about all manner of things. The time flew by. The food was delicious and the company delightful. The moon appeared and more stars twinkled into view. Julia was certain she'd never seen so many stars before. When the air turned a little cooler, Alistair thoughtfully wrapped a warm blanket around Julia's shoulders. Their meal was over all too soon, and they both struggled to hide their yawns. I don't want the evening to end, Julia confessed. I'm having such a wonderful time with you. Alistair looked out at the darkening waves and said, Do you want to see me again? The slight worry in his voice touched Julia's heart. She rested her hand on his arm and said, Of course I do. What are you doing tomorrow? Alistair looked back at her. I'm going to Paris. Me too. What a coincidence. Shall we go together? I'm all for that, Alistair replied. He held his hand out. Julia didn't hesitate to put her hand in his. It felt natural to do so. She said, After Paris, I'll be going to Barcelona and later on to Venice. What a coincidence. Me too. He smiled in a way that was becoming so lovingly familiar. Still holding hands, the couple walked back to their respective rooms. Julia kissed Alistair on the cheek and said she'd see him tomorrow. 
A short while later, Julia snuggled down in her bed and smiled happily. A whole new adventure was waiting for her. <laughs>